Good evening, I'm Mark Gooding, ZL2UFI in Upper Hutt. And I'm Debbie Morgan, ZL2DL in Upper Hutt. I'm Rosemary Bosher, ZL1RO in Auckland. And I'm Stephen McNeil, ZL4HG from Christchurch. And I'm Jim Meacham, ZL2BHF in Nelson. And together we bring you the NZART official broadcast for September 2019. Good evening everyone and welcome to the September official broadcast. Leading tonight's broadcast is presidential comment. Reporting from Upper Hutt, here's our NZART president, Mark Gooding, ZL2UFI. Mark? Good evening everyone. Having returned from my trip to the UK, I'm glad to say there is nothing like being home in New Zealand. A bit cooler than I've been used to, but still good to be home. As mentioned by Warren, ZL2AJ, in last month's official broadcast, the Cordia Agreement has been signed. Those branches with VHF repeaters located at a Cordia site will receive their invoices for the cost of power for their repeaters. Invoices will be posted out on 1 October, with payment due no later than 20 November. A covering letter from me will also be included with the invoice. The French proposal for the 144 to 146 MHz 2 m band in Region 1 has been withdrawn for WRC 23. This hot topic had been the subject of detailed submissions by IARU, France and Germany. This is an excellent result for amateur radio worldwide. As you'll be aware, Debbie has returned to work and is progressing well with her recovery. NZART HQ has new opening hours as outlined on the NZART website. Those hours are Monday, Wednesday and Friday from 8.30am to 2pm on each of those days. These hours may change in November as I seek a better work-life balance for DB02DL. As outlined in my July official broadcast, I had the time to visit RSGB HQ in Bedford, about 90 minutes north of London. This time was well spent with details of the visit outlined in my column in the next break-in. RSGB has many of the same issues we have in New Zealand and I came away with a few new ideas worth pursuing here in New Zealand. Over the last few months I have noted a somewhat aggressive attitude and lack of respect for the work done by many volunteers or officers on behalf of NZART. Please realise that we only have in effect one paid employee, that being the General Secretary Debbie Morgan ZL2DL. I'm unsure if the weather has affected people. Is there something new in the water? I'm not sure. But the tone that some telephone calls, emails and the use of social media comments leaves a lot to be desired. We need to bear in mind that all of these volunteers don't have to do the job they are doing at all and to put the boot into them just because the outcome isn't to your liking is simply poor behaviour. Some of these volunteers have thought of quitting their jobs as a result as they don't need the attitude. I suggest that if you can do a better job, then step forward. From time to time, we all expect to be pulled up on something we have or have not done. None of us are perfect, and that is fair enough. So I'm asking you all to moderate your tone and language and consider how you would like to be spoken to and to go from there. One or two of you need to take a good look at yourselves, as had I spoken to you like that, I'm sure a written complaint will have followed. So from the great British slogan from World War II, Calm down and carry on. On a brighter note, daylight saving has begun, so we are well on our way to summer. Longer days and warmer weather. And there are just 86 days until Christmas. That's all from me. Back to you, Jim. 
Thank you, Mark. The NZART President, Mark Gooding, ZL2UFI. The Manawatu Amateur Radio Society, Branch 20, advised that their annual table sale will be held at the Longburn Hall, just south of Palmerston North, on State Highway 56, next to the Overbridge, next Saturday, the 5th of October. The doors will open for vendors at 7.30am and to buyers at 9am. Tables will cost $25 for a full table and $15 for a half table. To book a table or for further inquiries, please contact the Branch 20 Secretary via email to secretary at zl2ko.org.nz. Secretary at zl2ko.org.nz. Now, light refreshments will be available to purchase on the day. The event is always a good way to meet and greet old friends and new. So come along and grab that bargain while you're there. That's the Manawatu Amateur Radio Society's annual table sale next Saturday, the 5th of October, at the Longburn Hall. Onwards to Upper Hut we go, and it's a very good evening and welcome back to our NZART Business Manager, Debbie Morgan, ZL2DL. Thanks, Jim, and good evening, everyone. First of all, yes, I am now back in the office, and a very big thank you for your support and patience over the past couple of months. Office hours from now until the end of October will be Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 9am until 2pm. In November, this will change to Monday and Tuesday, Thursday and Friday from 9am until 2pm. Well, back to usual things. By now, you should all have received your August-September break-in, together with the annual invoice for the 2020 subscription year. This was attached to the front cover of your break-in label. If you have mistakenly thrown it away, I can forward you a copy. However, payment must be received by the 30th of November to be eligible for the $10 early payment rebate. Just a reminder too, if you are making payment by credit card, please make sure the numbers are clear and you have included the card expiry date. Also, if you wish to deduct the $10 early payment rebate, you will need to cross off the total value on your remittance advice and include the figures of the amount payable. For example, shown $99, crossed off to $89. Those members who take advantage of our monthly payment option can you also please check your payment reference details as there are a number who have A, not included their membership number or B, transposed the figures of your membership number or C, do not include any reference details at all. The latter makes it extremely difficult to credit the correct person. This applies also to members who deposit the funds at their local BNZ bank you must include a reference of, at the very least, your call sign if you cannot remember your membership number. Well, that's all from me, Jim. Back to you. Thank you, Debbie. Debbie Morgan, ZL2DL, NZART's Business Manager. To ARC, and now adding more to his update from last month, here's ARC National Director, ZL2TYR. Thanks, Jim. Good evening, everyone. On last month's official broadcast... I detailed a few of the changes for AREC. Tonight, I have more of what AREC is doing. We're also increasing our support by request to Landsar, and this is to assist in the 
taking on the radio channel planning and the programming of all their radios and management of, of uh, battery replacement and the such like. Included in that agreement is increasing support for ICT, such as looking after the SAR track programming and other ICT components that are now becoming increasingly used in the Landsar SAR ups. In the background, as I said before, we've been working on replacing some of the systems, and that'll come online hopefully sometime in the new year. One of the things that we've got a key focus on is improving our ability to deliver training. As some of you all know, there's not been a lot of that lately, and so training is a key focus, and we're starting to work on that with a ARC competency framework. That will enable us then to define the training course and the contents that we need and what's the best delivery mechanism for that. And we'll be moving from everything from online e-learning, self-paced learning, paper collateral that people can read and take away with them, and also face-to-face -face practical sessions. This year, through to the end of June 2020, we'll be in program planning in order to work up in anticipation of a successful outcome to the business case for funding the following three years. Given that, we would see the establishment of some permanent roles within AREC to help to manage the organisation, uh, similar to the other voluntary SAR sector organisations. So to finish up, um, there's exciting times with change in the wind. We aim to get the organisation right, export the change in innovative technology to the benefit of all amateurs and to the public in New Zealand at large. So thank you for listening, and back to you, Jim. Thank you, Don. Reporting for AREC, the AREC National Director, ZL2TYR. To QRP News and Wayne ZL2OZ advises that the QRP's New Zealand group is alive and well and operating a weekly net on Thursday nights at 0800 UTC on 3.690 MHz. Now, you don't have to be a member of the group to join in. The only request is that you operate 10 watts or less. Check-ins are called for at 8pm. Just give your call sign and net control will put you on the list. On Saturday 26th October from 7.30pm to 9.30pm, they'll be running a fun activity called Go QRP Night, where QRPers New Zealand operators try to work as many other QRP stations as possible in two one-hour sessions. This activity has been opened up to non-QRP and New Zealand operators who may contribute contact points to QRP and New Zealand group members. Again, we ask that those who wish to get involved please use 10 watts or less. We are, after all, a QRP group. Now, if you'd like to join the group, just send an email to waynesatil2oz at gmail.com with your call sign and first name, and you'll be put on the membership list. There are monthly newsletters that focus on matters of interest to QRPers, articles about QRP operation, and notices of coming events. New members are always welcome. That's QRPers New Zealand information from Wayne ZL2OZ. EastFest 2019. The Ashburton Amateur Radio Club have decided to run an EastFest this year. It'll be held in Methven at the Mount Hutt Memorial Hall Theatre on Saturday and Sunday, the 19th and 20th of October, from 10am to 5pm on the Saturday, and from 9am to 12 noon on the Sunday. Now it's planned to have a varied programme of presentations pertaining to ham radio. 
Methven has a varied range of accommodation for those who wish to stay for the weekend. Eastfest organisers plan to organise an evening meal for those who would like to join them on the Saturday evening. Now, if anyone would like to do a presentation at the Eastfest event, please contact Jim Nelson, ZL3ND, at 027-289-3833. 027-289-3833. The Theatrette has good audiovisual facilities with a large screen, computer connection capabilities and internet connection. HF and VHF UHF antennas will also be available. There will be a door charge of $10 to cover venue hire. For catering purposes, for those who would like to attend the meal on the Saturday night, please let Jim ZL3ND know. You can phone him 027-289-3833, 027-289-3833, or email jim.nelson at connect.co.nz. That's East Fest 2019, hosted by the Ashburton Amateur Radio Club the weekend of Saturday and Sunday, the 19th and 20th of October. Moving on, and it's time for Waro News, and a very good evening to Rosemary, ZL1RO. Thanks, Jim, and hello, everyone. It was lovely to contact some of you on air during Waro Activity Week, which ended last weekend. This was designed to be a fun event, but if you kept a log and gave out some points, then you can send your log off to Lynette ZL1LL at her callbook address or to lynette.mcdonald.extra.co.nz. Logs should be sent off before the 20th of October, and check logs are also welcome. Did you take part in the recent Alara HF contest? Logs for that one should reach the contest organiser by the 30th of September, which is tomorrow night. There's still time to email your log to the contest manager at www.alaracontest at wia.org.au. Scoring details are on the Alara website and check logs for this one are also welcome. Bulletin editor Topsy ZL2LS says the September bulletin will be sent out soon. Topsy's desperate to receive some items for publication in the next issue of the Waro Bulletin, which will come out before the end of this year. Please consider writing a few lines for inclusion and send them off to Topsy at her email address, which can be found inside the front cover of any bulletin magazine. The Taranaki Award will be held from the 3rd to the 7th of October, which means it starts later this week. This is a popular award among many WARO members, and there's an attractive certificate available for WIOs who send in logs. The rules and everything you need to know about it are in the July-August break-in, and on the branch website, which is ZL2AB.com. Waro 80 metre net controllers would like to hear more whales checking in for a chat. The net is held on Monday nights on 3.695 MHz, and all licensed whales are welcome to join in. That's all from Waro for September, Jim. Good night, everyone. Thank you, Rosemary. Reporting for Waro, Rosemary Bosher, ZL1RO. Information now from New Plymouth Branch 27. The Taranaki Award will run from next Thursday, the 3rd of October, until Monday, the 7th of October, inclusive. It's available to all amateurs and shortwave listeners. Contacts may be made on any band, any mode. Each station may be worked once only for each separate application for the award. Also running in conjunction with the Taranaki Award is the Dan Wilkinson Memorial Contest. 
In this contest, certificates will be awarded in two categories for Taranaki stations and for those outside the region. Awards will go to first, second and third place getters. Full details and the rules for both the Taranaki Award and the Dan Wilkinson Memorial Contest can be found on the new Plymouth Branch 27 website and that is zl2ab.com. zl2ab.com. That's the Taranaki Award and the Dan Wilkinson Memorial Contest commencing next Thursday, the 3rd of October. Finally, in tonight's official broadcast lineup, it's Branch News. Here's Stephen McNeil, ZL4HG. Thanks, Jim, and good evening, everyone. And tonight we start with the Whangarei Amateur Radio Club, which has its next meeting on Wednesday, the 2nd of October, at the club rooms at Heritage Park in Whangarei, starting 7.30pm. And at the meeting, Ray ZL1REY will be talking about mobile operation. To Tauranga Radio Club, NZRT Branch 39. The next general meeting will be held on Thursday the 10th of October at the Tauranga Fire Station Meeting Room at 195 Cameron Road in Tauranga starting 7.30pm. The next regular meeting of NZRT Branch 25, the Napier Amateur Radio Club, will be on Wednesday the 2nd of October at the club rooms at 123 Latham Street in Napier starting 7.30pm. It will be a quiz night with 10 general knowledge and 10 technical questions straight from the amateur radio licence exam. It's all good fun and there will be prizes. Down to Wellington NZRT Branch 50. The next shared workshop will be on Sunday the 6th of October. The topic will be transmit receive antenna switching and phasing to receive antennas. And this workshop will be from 1 to 3pm at the QTH of Bernard ZL2BD at 1 Winsley Terrace in Churton Park. Down to the South Island now and Nelson NZRT Branch 26 where the club meeting will be on Wednesday, October the 16th. There will be a presentation by Paul ZL2PO and Steve ZL2ASE all about the Automatic Position Reporting System or APRS. What is it? How do you use it? And how do you get it going? And that meeting starts 7.30pm at the National Party Electorate Office meeting rooms, which is situated on the corners of Waimea and Quarantine Roads. And finally, Christchurch Branch 05 has several events for October. The next general meeting will be on Wednesday, October the 2nd, where the presenter will be the local Radio Spectrum Management Radio Inspector. On Thursday the 17th, there will be a daytime meeting at 1pm with a DVD of Dud Charman G6CJ's Aerial Circus. And on Wednesday the 23rd, there is a focus meeting with the topic of HF for Beginners. And these events are at the club rooms at 5 Idris Road in Islam. Well, that's all from me. Back to you, Jim. Thank you, Stephen. Stephen McNeil, ZL4HG, reporting from Christchurch. The next official broadcast of NZART will be made by ZL6A at 8pm on Sunday, the 27th of October. This is ZL6A, headquarters station of the New Zealand Association of Radio Transmitters, concluding the NZART official broadcast for September 2019. Good night, everyone. Good night now.